We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Previously on Crash and Fourier. I love it when they, they run up right up to your bike and they go and they start dancing. You got it. You got it. Let's go. Oh, and dig. And dig. And like, come on. I would just... Come on. And they start touching your little wheel, like the resistance wheel thing, and they start like making it hard. I'm like, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're so they very, touch very your little on. wheel and make it hard. <laughs> right. They do. Wow. That is yeah. some kind of bike ride. It's, hey, listen, not, that's not, for, not yeah. for everybody. This is Gresh and Fourier. For the Boston Celtics, they would be foolish to trade Jalen Brown at this point of his career and break up Jason Tatum and that, that, that duel that a lot of people have been clamoring for them to do the last few years for some odd reason. Andy Gresh. Mac had his Pro Bowl year with Josh. Got Matty P had a down year. He has Billy O coming, a great offensive mind, successful offensive mind been successful in the New England Patriots scheme and organization. If he don't turn the corner and get over that hump this year, I think he got to go in a different direction. Christian Fourier. We're going to have him back here and celebrate his 20 years with the Patriots and hopefully we'll have occasions to do it every year. He's a very special person and he's been a like uh, I'd like to say a brother to me, but really a son. Gresh and Fourier, right now. All the times throughout this process, when I was in Brooklyn, where I felt very disrespected, uh, I work extremely hard at what I do. No one ever talks about my work ethic, though. Everyone talks about what I'm doing off the floor. So um, I just want to change that narrative, write my own story, and just continue preparing the gym. On WEEI. Oh, baby, we got a big Celtics game tonight against the 76ers. Uh, the good doctor, Glenn Rivers. The opponent of the Boston Celtics tonight at the Garden, but oh boy, three o'clock tomorrow. Oh Foyer, yeah, it's a big day. Ooh, Deadline. Man, headphones are great. You know, for uh, for those who don't know, and for those who watch on Twitch, good morning to the Twitchers. Twitch.tv slash Boston Weei. Uh, Foyer has been a freaking <laughs> nightmare with headphones and even getting engineering. 
to come down and replace the headphone jack yeah. when in reality the only thing the guy needed was a good set of headphones. Well, I mean, technically, technically, wow. I, is this the way I sound? This is amazing. It's yeah. been like this for the last two years. I, I didn't Spend think twelve bucks. I didn't think I I didn't think that you were gonna you know kind of rip me for you know the Out headphones. You? I actually thought you were gonna well, bring up the fact that I was a mess because I actually thought today was Thursday. Yeah. Well, I, I woke I up this morning. You expect me to roll in and be like, hey, what day is it anyways? Yeah, I asked you for your email address earlier and you oh, gave me the wrong no. email address. So again, you Wait, know, you're this, right. this headphone deal is you're like, right. it's been two weeks for you yeah. to figure out. You just need a better, I am a mess today. A better set of Are headphones. Are headphones working? Yeah, you, I, you're right. Like, you say, hey, what's your email? I was like, I gave it to you. I left it like two you left important out two numbers. numbers. I was like, what's wrong? He's like, oh, it's not sending to you. I was like, well, that's your fault. It's not my fault. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, you're and, missing two and, other things. And the response, and Terp heard this, and by the way, uh, Terp back Terp from back. his, uh, from his uh, Bahamian Rhapsody, yep. Yep. Uh, but Fourier said to me, come on, you should know better. <laughs> like, it's no, my you should know. Yes, I didn't know. Just yes. because I worked with one scatterbrain NFLer yep. for a while doesn't yep. mean I can adapt that easily to, I'm getting old, too. There's this old saying, you know, like for, you know, for craftsmen, right? It's like they always say, you know, craftsmen. Uh, you know, like, you know, hey, yeah, for craftsmen, like, you know, uh, any, any, any guy that's used to, you know, you know, swinging a hammer or like, you know, building a house, anybody like that, right? You know, you measure three times, you cut once. Yeah. yeah you yeah. should know. You should always check the tape. You should always check your work. You wouldn't hand in your I homework should, yeah. without like checking your work before you handed it in to the teacher. You need, I tell my wife this all the time, you need to confirm the message that I am giving you. Because oh, I don't know, I don't know if it's right. I'm just literally just... You mean like... Whatever sticks, sticks. You mean like uh, Kevin Durant would be okay to bring here, which it seems like, it seems like some, hang on, you're doing quick, 30 hours in front of the trade deadline or right around there. Yeah. Seems like it's kind of calming down It a is. Bit. Well, I mean, I would think it would be a lot of that has to do with the Nets saying they're not moving and which... They, that could be posturing. That doesn't necessarily right. mean that it's not going to happen. Well, it but also came out that Durant is not going to play in the All Star game because of his knee. He wants to. He wants to heal up. That might be a little problematic in terms of trading the fella as well. Yeah. See, this is what happens. I think with at this time of year. First of all, in any trade deadline sport, right? It is. Uh, first of all, it's lying season. So everybody's lying. Everybody's making stuff up. Everybody's trying to kind of you know create a narrative either to hurt the other team <clears throat> or benefit them. For me, when I think about it, it really feels like that old, like this situation specifically, the Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant, feels like that old show, Let's Make a Deal. Oh, you know that old yeah, show? Yeah, Okay, like, I, would I, you I, like to have, I, hey, I prefer Jaylen, Hall. Jalen Brown, who was this and that, and second time a reserve all-star, or what's behind door number three? Ooh, and the guy goes, ooh, I don't know if I should do it or not. I don't know if I should make up my mind. Ooh, door number three could be another Jalen Brown. Well, why risk it? It could also be an injured, over-the-hill, washed-up, you know, former all-star that probably is going to break down again. So you get caught up in the moment. You get excited about the opportunity. You live in the past about what he used to do. And then you sit there and go, yes, this is a better deal than the other guy. When reality, it, it may not be, but, you know, why not, like, just – sit with the sure thing, which I think Jalen Brown is. Jalen Brown is safe. He's, you know, there's a there's a known commodity there. There's an understanding of uh, his role on the team, and there isn't with Kevin Durant. Nope. 
There isn't. And I understand everybody's fears, uh, you know, regarding him. I just sit there and go, listen, if you want a, a stud for two years, if you want to guarantee yourself a bit, get Kevin Durant if it's an even swap. Worry about the, the, the third and fourth year afterwards. Kevin Durant is a better player, but he comes with a lot of baggage and he comes with some unknowns that I don't think people are willing to gamble with because isn't that what it is? It's a gamble. Well, I think the uh, the narrative will start to shift to maybe some other Celtics or some other moves, and that's what we're going to get into. But just to really drive home the point, yesterday on ESPN, noted NBA analyst Jalen Rose said this about a possible Brown for Durant trade. For the Boston Celtics, they would be foolish to trade Jalen Brown at this point of his career and break up Jason Tatum and that de- that duo. Oh, there's the music. That a lot of people have been clamoring for them to do the last few years for some odd reason. For Kevin Durant at this point of his career, I'm no fool. I know how dominant and great KD is. But at his age, he's dealt with some injuries these last couple of years. You don't trade Jalen Brown for him if you're the Celtics. There you go. And I uh, I think Jalen Brown speaks for many. And when I also heard that Durant has got a bum knee and that he might not play in the All-Star game or that they announced that he isn't going to play in the – not that playing in the All-Star game is the end-all, be-all. But if your knee is that bad, are you really going to be able to flip this dude? However, some of the other rumblings are getting hot. And there are two things to keep an eye on before tomorrow's 3 o'clock trade deadline. Number one is apparently there's a lot of buzz about Grant Williams out there. Uh, and Keith Smith, who's uh, writes for Celtics blog and does a great job of uh, covering the team, he writes in a blog post, uh, most believe Boston and Grant Williams will get a new deal done this summer, but chatter around the Celtics trading Williams will start to grow a little louder. One source told Celtics blog, Boston is wary about what Williams wants moving forward, both in terms of a new deal and a bigger role. Uh, a quote from a source says, Grant wants a lot of money. We heard he thinks he's got 18 to 20 waiting for him in free agency, meaning million per year, by the way. And he wants to play more, probably start. Not sure either one of those happened in Boston. A league source said, quote, Brad Stevens will move Williams if he can get a comparable player that's under team control for a couple more years. What do you make of all that? Well, no, I told you the other day when never even got to it on air was that I think that the their best because their best like trade chip is not Peyton Pritchard, who I think brings absolutely zero value and like zero upside in the long term. Grant Williams, however, seems to be more of a you know viable option for teams who are looking for a young player who they could sign new, add him either first player off the bench as a six-man or a starter. Mm -hmm. That guy, with the amount of, you know, games that he's played in, and his numbers right now for for this year are better than his career average as far as points and, you know, assists, rebounds, shooting percentage. So you can easily see a team saying, wow, this guy has an – I've seen enough Mm -hmm. where I think that he can be an everyday starter – a contributor, a tone setter. I mean, that is the reputation, whether people want to believe it or not, that I can easily see some GM going, you know, this guy's going to be good. We're going to need a guy like this. I think he's the viable option as far as if you want to trade somebody. Yeah. He, like, of 
nobody else is worth anything. Well, or and, you're not going to trade them. And that's the thing is that is the Grant Williams trade really about trying to extend the run because you're looking for a comparable player. You're it's really if you had Grant if you could go trade it feels like that if the Celtics could go trade for the Grant Williams of someone else who's got three years on his deal, then you're swapping one out for the other, and it's more contractual than maybe it is necessarily on the floor. Apparently, people have been calling about Derek White, and the Celtics have shut it no, down, no, and they should. No. I, yep. think, I think what's interesting real quick, though, Gresh, is so as a player, when you hear that uh, rumor about, hell, you know, hey, uh, if the Celtics, if they think they can get a guy like him, they'll move on from him. Right. Which, if I'm that player, means, man, I'm not special. I thought I was special. I thought I was unique. Listen, they can easily, I'm like a running back in the NFL. They can just easily find another guy just like me and do what I do, do what I do and, and like really impact the game. Is that, that's what I heard it from but it. Isn't, but isn't, I'm just saying. But isn't it about the construct of the team? Meaning that if the Celtics had two young superstars that were maybe on rookie contracts that hadn't been extended yet, you might view Grant Williams a little differently. I think it is how do you view Grant Williams with the tax looming? Because that's, to me, where this all goes. And every 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 time you go over the tax, I add it to the player that pushes you over the tax. So it comes down to Grant Williams might be worth 18 to $20 million on the open market. But is he worth that here plus the tax ding? So then is it worth him being, like, do you value the guy at $27 million the way you do your stars? Because if you sign the guy long-term and it pushes you over the tax, that's the kind of stuff you have to add up. See, and that's where I think you look at Grant Williams and say, at one price point, it's okay. When I'm adding tax for this guy, come on he'll, he'll end up, listen, he's 24 years old. Oh, he'll get he, paid. He'll, he'll get that money, whether... Whether the, the, the sellers are willing to pay it or think he's worth it, he will get that money. And also, I mean, he will have this, you know, reputation or this resume of playing in big games, you know, win, maybe winning a, a you know, an game NBA seven title. Milwaukee. They, the Celtics won game yeah. seven against Milwaukee because of Grant and, Williams. And teams are so desperate to add a guy like him. Like, I mean, say what you want about him. He's kind of annoying and irritating. But he's a good basketball player. He's a pest. And he's young. Yeah. And he's super young. And he's not even reached his true potential yet. You have no mm, idea what right. that's going to be. But I don't think it's going to be elite. No, he's not Jalen Brown. No, no, no. He's not Jason Tatum. But no, you don't You don't need to be that guy. That guy's making $50 million. Well, But that's also why you got to think long and hard about the whole Grant Williams thing. And it seems like Brad Stevens looks at, at Grant Williams for what he is. He's a nice player, but is he necessary in terms of the well, tax? You sound like you decisions. sound like Bill now. You sound like Bill Belichick. Is he necessary? Is Can he? I replace no. him? Yeah. Can I develop another guy similar to him and keep my salary low? Honestly, Answer's yes. If Danilo Gallinari were up on this roster right now versus rehabbing his knee, it would be a hell of a lot easier yeah. to trade Grant Williams because you would then have a guy that you would think could fit into that spot. Just quickly, because we're going to get the turp trend, and Billy will be uh, with us next hour. Uh, the Celtics have a TPE to use. T- Terp, let me get this right, because I know Terp writes on WEI.com for the Celtics, or for our Celtics coverage. Juancho Hernan Gomez, is that the guy? That is correct. It's $6.9 million in terms of... 5.9 is Dennis Schroeder. Right, but the, the 6.9 that expires today yes. is the Hernan Gomez. So if Brad Stevens gets a deal done today, 
They do have the bigger trade player exception, but it expires, I do believe, at the end of the day today, and then that would kick them down to the Schroeder, which is like $5.8 million or whatever in Correct. the world it is. Okay. Yep. So if Danny Ainge busts a move today, he can use the biggest of the trade player exceptions that he has. If he waits a day, then it's down to the Schroeder one at $5.89 million. And again, according to Keith Smith, there's, you know, uh, I almost said Danny Ainge. Brad Stevens is motivated to use one of these, which probably means trade player exception, maybe a low-level player, more importantly, a draft pick, and then go get somebody to come in for the stretch run. We got all that to get to with you at 617-779-7937. LeBron James is now the top of the NBA scoring mountain. And LeBron James. There's a disconnect for Foyer. We're going to uh, get to that. Thomas Dimitrov dropped some uh, quarterback knowledge on the Patriots Talk podcast. You'll hear that. Yesterday we got so wrapped up in Brown and Durant, we didn't get a, a Super Bowl preview in, so we'll do the Kansas City offense against the Philly D. Defense. We got you some picks. Andy Hart at 1220 and you at 617-779-7937. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now, more Gresh and Fourier on WEEI and streaming on WEEI.com. Grips on your ways, front way, back way. You know that I don't play. Streets not safe, but I never run away. Even when I'm away, OTOT, there's never much love. We will get to LeBron James coming up soon enough here with Gresh and Fourier. 617 779 7937. Text us at 37937. And, of course, you can get us on the Twitch chat, twitch.tv slash Boston, W-E-E-I, Brad Stevens. 
runs the Celtics. Sorry, I mentioned Danny Ainge. Cut my thumbs off, why don't yeah, you? Yeah, and I know that, you know, let's make a deal is 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 still on the air. It but is. when I think With of Wayne, Wayne Brady. Brady, I know. Yeah, he stinks. Well, no, I mean, he's great at what he does. He stinks in that role because Monty Hall's an all time legend. Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you think about the price is right? Bob Barker and uh, once Bob face? Barker left and Drew Carey took over, my want to be on that show went right out. No, the no, window. you do still want to be on that show. You want to pull the I little wheel pull, down. But, that, but I could also, whenever they do the traveling tour with that guy Todd, whatever his name is, or Todd Newton, who used to be on E, they do like the traveling game do they? show tour. Yeah, yeah, you can go down to like Foxwoods and they got like you know they have like Prices Right come uh, in once a year and set up right. for three days. Man, they have the wheel too. I made a, that was my summer job one year going on game shows. Hold on. Yeah. All right, wait a minute. Yeah. It was your job? Well, it was like I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to work. So it was like in college, I would come home. My brother and I were just sick of working and we're like, let's just try to do the quick fix real quick. We had all these friends from high school that were in the business, so to speak, um, and so, like, they were like, hey, getting us on their shows. And we were like, hey, we can win five grand real quick. And that's how much money we would go back to college with. If I, had, if I could make $5,000 during the summer, right. that would get me through the year. Minus taxes and all that. Well, you know, I mean, it was, I wasn't really that. being taxed on five grand. It was like, it was really, you know. Oh, yeah, with the game show, yeah, they would have taken half. That's right. That's right. But we didn't think about that. So we clearly been, you we never won anyway. because you never no, no, thought we never about won. the tax end of it. No, but we went on a bunch of auditions, actually were on a couple shows, but at wait, that wait, point, wait, 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 What game shows did you and you your brother know, make it on? Oh, supermarket. We were on uh, something called a Storm the Castle. You didn't hear about this? I, no, I'm, I'm generally aware that you've yeah, been yeah, on them. Yeah. But no, we were on that one. We did. Um, There's no way you would have done supermarket. Uh, oh, supermarket sweep. sweep. Yes. On the no, actual no, no. show, we, we, or you we went through. For we went the audition. They called and say, "Listen, you, know, we, you guys, we, we want you. We, my brother and I showed up in matching sweaters because on that, on those shows, you, they would put you in." You know, a matching outfit. So, well, let's go get like matching orange sweaters. Sweet Jesus. So, I'm like, orange you know, sweaters. I'm playing at Colorado. We're both two football players trying not to work. One step away from the prison jumpsuit, I <laughs> yeah, see the yes. war on there. That's yes, right. didn't even think of that either. We're like, ah, we can show that we're unified. We're brothers. Oh. You know, we're in this together. And you're a good my, story too. Look at these boys from yeah, they're from, from the valley. Yeah, they're from they're from Compton. You know, look at what <laughs> they're doing. It's like, well, we're not really from Compton. No, no, we're from the valley, yeah. right next to the porn industry of America. Um, uh, yeah, so no, it's but it did, we lost everything right the, off life in the fat lane. Yeah, here yeah. is that's a, that is a real that, porno, by the is way. Is it really? Oh, yeah, life we went in the down, fat lane. Oh, yeah, Billy was all about it. Really? We had, we had many uh, fun jokes towards the end of oh, the uh, prior show. Okay, about it. okay, no, but I, I like supermarket sweep. Okay, the, the, the family guy, feud, but Joe Azuzu, I think, is the dude who or the guy who was Joe Azuzu in the commercials, yeah, I think, was the host of, of that one. He was. He yeah, was, yeah. and my David buddy, something or my other. buddy was the producer. So, and, oh, and so was, he, the fix was in. No, it was a hundred percent because he also could tell me he couldn't give me the the questions, but he could tell me exactly where everything was because you had to get baby formula was like the thing that you wanted to get that gave you a high ticket value. So if you got the high ticket value, the baby formula, you have to because they don't let you walk around. That's true. You have to go sprinting like you don't know where anything is, and you have to search for everything. And once you found it, you would just keep going back and forth with the baby formula and get anything else that was expensive. That is insane. No, it really is the fact that you did. I've I've always wanted to do that. The problem is, is that if you're like flying into California. 
it's really hard to sort of line up. Okay, there's one day I'm going to wait in line for prices right, and then there's one day I'm going to wait in line to try to get on pressure luck or something like that, right? Like all those things. That it's it's a I don't want to say it's like a sham because it isn't. However, they like sort of if you're loud, boisterous, yeah, dressed perfect. loud, walking through the crowd, good television, they'll put you on. Hello, that's really. What and it I is. will tell you this though: they used to have uh, like a trade magazine. That would that you could pick up, and then you, it would list all the auditions. It would list all the times. It would list the shows. Lots of them were, you know, pilot episodes. But they still paid. They still paid. Mine was a pilot episode. We we lost. And obviously, Supermarket Suite was always on. Uh, Family Feud was always on. There was like a whole list of them that we would try to get on, and well, we just didn't want to work. We've already established that we here at EEI have created the all-time group that could win at Family Feud. We're ready. Another- as soon as I see Family Feud coming up to Boston, which they will oh, be yeah, back. Oh, yeah, I'm sure we Steve will be, Harvey will be rolling up here. They do a traveling show. I was almost on the traveling show, but I had to work here, so I couldn't do it. Oh, my God. You should have t- taken a day uh, off and worn your WEEI shirt. You would have got more points on that. I thought we'd have more fun. For uh, cashing, in a, yeah. uh, cashing in a sick day. Well, if you did it working with me and you didn't include me, I'd be very no, upset. No, no, no. We, would do, we could. Uh, Glenn was like, I got to be number one. I got to be the number know. one spot. <laughs> I got to be in charge of everything. It's because they, they had the biggest story. <laughs> There for him yeah. to be able to stand said, up and hey, see over. I everything. can't see anything. Somebody give me a step stool. Dear Lord. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's going to turn into a game show by three o'clock tomorrow when the uh, NBA trade deadline uh, drops, and we'll see the moves that are made. But uh, Slam Magazine had an interview with uh, Jalen Brown, and among the things that uh, Jalen Brown talked about was the whole underwater training, things like that, you know, just kind of teaches you not to panic and all that kind of stuff. And he talks about dealing with uh, adversity, you know, mentioned that, uh, you know, when they drafted him, he got booed and all that kind of stuff. And that uh, over the past couple of years, there have been different kinds of like mental challenges for him to sort of overcome. Is this nothing more than the modern athlete who is much more comfortable speaking about things like that versus like it was in 1998 and 9 when you were first getting into the league. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, I mean, at least there was a – I I sought out uh, a psychiatrist, so to speak, you know, uh, for my mental health. Like a psychologist deal? Yes, towards the end of my career because I just couldn't – it was like – and I didn't tell anybody. Mm Mm-hmm. I talked to my agent and said, listen, I'm just going to be honest with you. Here's what's going on. I'm having, like, anxiety. Uh, I don't trust anything. The whole list of things, right? You had bad coaches that you were telling well, yeah. us about the other day with Dennis Erickson. Well, yeah, but no, but this was later in my career. I was like, man, I just, I feel like and I can't talk to anybody, and I was embarrassed to admit it. So there's not, there's strength in admitting that you were struggling. Mm-hmm. There's strength, I think, in admitting that, you know what? I'm not perfect. It's not as easy as you think it is. There's a lot that goes into it. So, yeah. So I, I commend him for it. You know, because if this was like you know ten years ago, we'd be ripping him for being mentally weak. There is that, and that's where I think the sort of narrative, at least in terms of sports talk radio and the public perception, has changed. There will always be those who are like, you know, I go out and work for fifteen dollars yeah. an hour. You make fifteen million a year. Yeah. Shut up, kind of thing. And then there are. 
sort of the struggles that those guys in terms of their peers would discuss. You know, I could see Tatum and Brown talking to each other in terms of, hey, let's make sure we're mentally right or trying to take care of your mentals. And, you know, even Bill Belichick, who is as old school as it gets, even he has talked about standing at the podium, the, hey, we've got people in here to help guys deal with stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think if you don't do that, you're an idiot. I think if you're a high-level athlete that is trying to maximize your potential, I would hope you would seek the help, knowledge, you know, of somebody who can take that last piece and really make it an asset, you know, not like a like a like an issue. Because mm-hmm. if you're Jalen Brown, like when the season ended, what were you, I guess, uh, most worried about? What were you most uncomfortable with? Like, what do you think? the narrative was on him going into the postseason? You know, great question because he came off of a real overall, a really good NBA Finals. Uh, I know the end of the series didn't go, and I'm not talking about the actual losing of the series, but, you know, towards the end, it it didn't exactly go Jalen's way. Uh, I guess maybe it's just the internal struggle that he has within himself of, is he really truly comfortable here where clearly he's going to be the Pippin to Tatum's Jordan, let's call it. But I, I, I know I mean, what it is. Is there really that much with him right now? I do think that, there is. And that is? I don't and I think we kind of saw it again when the when the Celtics played the Golden State Warriors. I saw it from Draymond Green reiterating the same thing he was saying during the finals, but he was saying during the regular season. He can't go left. It sounds really stupid. He can't dribble left, force him left. I would think a guy like that that kept kicking the ball out of bounds and that was kept they they figured out his weakness mm-hmm. and they used it against him. Yep. He can't go left. He turned it over, he turned it over, he turned it over. So in that situation when the stage is that as big as it's ever going to be and you're the last two teams and you're playing against a team that has won multiple championships, they figured out how to screw it, screw with you. They how they figured out how to get in your head. Make him go left. So he can go left, but suddenly, like, he couldn't at all. It was, like, such a it was such a more difficult challenge for him to dribble the basketball. So what did he do during the offseason? Spent the entire freaking offseason doing these new fandangled workouts trying Dribbled to dribble the triple yeah. It doesn't work. That is such a young person's stupid decision, uh, a, a reactive, uh, you know, theory. Like, hey, let me try something different. Like, because dribbling the basketball underwater translate to dribbling the basketball in real in real well, life. Well, apparently it was also the holding the breath as well and trying to Another maintain stupid thing. calm. Well, because well, that that, well, that is it. yeah, because for a lot of people they get underwater. Like uh, they freak again, out. I got a pool. The deep end's like eight and a half. I enjoy the whole swimming down and then kind of flipping over and looking up at the water and seeing like, oh, if somebody jumped in, I would see them go. Most people can't do that. A lot of people don't like looking up and thinking, oh, my God, that's eight feet where I can't breathe. So maybe there's a little bit of that in there as as well. But in terms of Jalen Brown, I'm not saying he lives a charmed life. And I'm not saying that he doesn't have, you know, the mental struggles that a lot of people don't go through because there's family and work and things like that. But on the whole, Jalen Brown's got a pretty good setup. He's in a city that even though they're, every time there's trade talks, his name does come up, it's a city and a fan base that I think sure as hell loves him a hell of a lot more than they hate the guy. And it's more of the internal struggle of does he need to be a number one guy? Because in a way, his – how should I put this? Because it's kind of like a comparison to a biological clock for a lady – 
where, like, you know, they showed a picture of uh, Curtis's uh, kid, James, the other day on Twitch, and I heard uh, Courtney say, oh, my God, my ovaries are speaking to me. You know, that kind of thing. Oof, ignore it. But, but for Jalen Brown, <laughs> if you're not at a place where you're the number one guy while you still have the physical ability to do so, then you're accepting the role that you're in and you got to be comfortable with it. And to me, that's the thing. Because if Jalen Brown goes to a team when he's 28 or 29 years old, what are you going to have? One or two peak years as the number one guy? And then you're going to be viewed as a disappointment. So I can understand as Jalen Brown starts to get older, he's like, hey, listen, my basketball clock is ticking. If I'm going to jump and go be a number one, I need to do it, or I'm going to be the Robin to this guy's Batman. Yeah, I do and think that's me, interesting. That's the real and, and I think ultimately, I know I think he's got one year left on his contract after this year, so 23-24 after that season. He's an unrestricted free agent. Um, and I think with him, there's just like what – there's got to be like one other piece that he has yet to unlock mm -hmm. that will take him from being a great basketball player to unstoppable, like that next level. I think the same thing could be said with Jason Tatum. Has he really reached his full potential? Has he really kind of reached his ceiling? I think the answer is no for both. So he sits and he says, you know, I had went through a lot of struggles, went through a lot of challenges during the offseason. You know, uh, who knows what else it would be. Maybe it's anxiety. Because I would say at the end of the season – you know, people said, listen, he's good, but he choked. I think the other thing, too, that for uh, – and you're a couple years older than me. Yeah. But we were people who grew up going through college and you and the pros of the – we didn't have to deal with social media. We didn't have to deal with – you had to go on a message board in yeah, the mid-'90s yeah. to see people dogging you out. Now, and it was in my day. It was literally a message board yeah. with messages on a board, like at the like the common area at school. And like people would write messages. There you go. Or if you went into a chat room, yeah. right, or something, you had to seek it out. Now it hits you in the face. Now it is. Oh, you're on the can. You open up the Twitter app, and if you're now a modern day athlete, you've got. 700 you know notifications on there because people are talking about you one way or the other and i think it's harder for the younger athlete to just be like to hell with it or hit mute on certain people no it's the whole i'm going to embrace it i'm going to read it and i'm going to have a case of the sads over it and then i got to get over it and then i got to go play and it's like on some level managing that is very different for the modern day athlete than even athletes of five years ago, I feel like. Yeah. And so that's why when we started this conversation, I was like, listen, I at least he's admitting it, which I think is a lot of people need to see. Mm -hmm. Because that to me, Gresh, is normal. It is normal. Hell, I'll have it in you know, in our business, you know, all the the challenges and you know, criticism that you can get from time to time and you know, God forbid you you open up your notifications and there's somebody's talking about your kids and your the way you look and it's like, geez. People have called me fat and uh, big for yeah. many years. Yeah. Now Am I'm I going fat? to sit in the corner. <laughs> oh, where are my yeah. shoes and things? Yeah. And well, rocking back and forth. Rocking in the back and forth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Make it stop. Oh, there is that. And and for some people the uh the anxiety is very, very real. However, no anxiety anymore over LeBron James as he has ascended to the top of the NBA scoring mountain. Looking for James. He's got it. 
coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot in history. LeBron stands alone. The NBA's all-time scoring record now belongs to LeBron James. What was once thought is an unbreakable record has just been broken by 38-year-old LeBron James. So LeBron James is the leading scorer in the history of the NBA. And for those of you watching on Twitch, good morning to the Twitchers. Twitch.tv slash Boston WEI. Follow WEI on Twitch. You can see the LeBron 38,388. He is past Kareem. And LeBron still has plenty of career left to go. By the way, for those wondering the top five, it's now LeBron, Kareem Abdul-Jablunt, Carl uh, Malone, Kobe Bryant, and then they took it away. So I was just looking. I know I was trying to figure out, like, all the guys that are on that list, all of them are retired, like, long-time retired. Jordan and the is only, number five. Well, yeah, the only person on there that is still actively playing that is, like, remotely close, remotely, here it is, I think it's number nine, Carmelo Anthony, with 28,289 points. I can't see who the other guys and are he might be after done. that. Dirk is no, six, Wilt seven, Shaq eight, Carmelo nine. Yeah, but none of those, I mean, but who's even well, remotely close no to being... There it is. Oh, Moses Malone is number 10. Yeah, that's I don't a think he's sneaky one. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. I mean, that's... And a- what, is, what does he have in common? What does Moses Malone have in common with, you know, I, you know, with uh, LeBron James? They all came in the league early, and they all played a long time. But that's, I mean, that's where you start thing. to separate them all. Uh, and we will get to LeBron, because I have a funny feeling my friend Mr. Foyer might have a little bit of a hard time embracing the conversation coming up next. WEI, WEI, New England Sports Original. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medellin, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, back to the guys. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. It's so uh, surreal um, because it's something I never, you know, made a goal of mine or set out to do. It's uh, just happened. Um... Longevity, me being able to be on the floor uh, for three multiple franchises, going and trying to be the greatest I could be every single night, and um, having great teammates and coaches that allow me to be me. So um, I don't know if it's hit me. It hit me a little bit on the floor when my family got on the floor after it happened, and I've seen all my friends and family, but uh, it hasn't quite soaking in just yet. LeBron James on TNT after he hits the zenith. Foyer. Yeah, he is the pretty lead, impressive. leading scorer in the history of the NBA. And you're not into it. 
No, no, no. That's not necessarily true. All okay, right. I feel like this needs to be therapy session 101. <clears throat> Maybe you can help me out with it. You need therapy yeah. over LeBron? Well, I mean, because You're trying to psychoanalyze yourself? Well, yeah, actually, a little bit. Because right. why am I resistant to this? You go lay on the couch but over there. Why am I, I did that yesterday by the food. Right near um, the flowers. <laughs> why am I so resistant to acknowledging like this like milestone? Because that's what it is. And I feel like there's a lot of people who feel the same way, even though the the amount of that of what he has accomplished is really unbelievably remarkable. It's like his longevity, his consistency, his his uh, his like he's he's getting older, but he's getting better. Mm-hmm. He's getting older and he's playing more minutes. Like the team that he's on right now isn't very good, but it's not his problem. Like he's playing next level stuff. Like he needed 36 points to break this record, and he got it. You know, um, so I just think of it as I have a hard time admitting almost like putting him in the category of the greats. And I think really it just I just personally don't really like him. See, that's, that's and that's what I think it is. No, that's what it really comes down to is that if you don't like the guy, you're not going to give him his credit. If we're going to be just flat out honest about this and you take away the animus that you as a local fan might have for LeBron James. This is one of the greatest athletes who ever lived and one of the greatest success stories in sports ever. How many guys have come into their sport where their games in high school were on ESPN in prime time, right? There has just nary been the 17-year-old Uh, anywhere in any sport who has been the kind of prodigy then thrust into the spotlight like LeBron James. And you can go back to Sidney Crosby when he came into the NHL, and I'm trying to use some modern examples. You got Sid the Kid going into the NHL. He was really young whenever he was drafted. We've seen Tiger Woods, who did go to college for a couple of years, but was incredibly young, and by 25 years old or 26, he had stacked up a bunch of majors, was being compared to Jack Nicholas, and he was on his way to becoming a billionaire athlete. But it wasn't you were drafted by your hometown team, and then you had to find a way to win there, and then you didn't, and you left, and you came back, and the whole story and all that stuff. No one had thrust on them more than LeBron James did as an 18-year-old kid. The hopes of a city, the hopes of a state, the hopes of a region. I totally agree. And, oh, by the way, it was uh, don't screw up because you're the number one pick and people are going to judge you. And uh, this guy has gotten into the worst thing on the resume for LeBron James that people can say. There's two things. One, the decision. That's a young guy mm-hmm. who I'm sure looks back and says, had it done it differently. A lot of people are in that world. And sometimes he is a little douchey, let's call it. And sometimes he is lost in his own world because none of us can understand his world. There was none of us at 18 years old where it was, here's $100 million. The region rests on your shoulders. Don't screw up. Okay. No so. Agree to all the above, okay? However, however, so I'll give you an example. So and I'll play you just quick little audio from yesterday post game. So post game, 
he was asked about uh, if he had the number one pick, what he would do with it, and here's what he said. LeBron, everyone talks about who the GOAT is. How would you describe the GOAT, and where would you put yourself in that conversation? Um, I don't know, man. You know, for me, um, you know, I think it's great barbershop talk. It's, um, it's going to happen uh, forever and ever. Um, you know, if I was um, the GM or, or whatever the case may be of a, of a franchise that was starting up and I had the number one pick, I'd take me. But that's just me because I believe in myself. I know what I bring to the table. There's more of it, but um, he goes on and on about, I guess, I guess humility seems for me lacking sometimes. And mm-hmm. maybe, and even if you watch The Last Dance, there's not a guy that boasts and brags and MFs people more than Michael Jordan does, but he's retired now, and he's and he still is the best. You want to go back-to-back with stats and numbers and percentages, we can do that also. But there is this, I, I personally have a resistance to it, okay? But, and that's because of just how kind of like, self-involved he is and how kind of just, you know, fraudulent he is. There's so many layers of him that I'm like, dude, you're just a hypocrite. And yet you're trying to be this upstanding, you know, you know, really like deep thinker and you're not. And when you get called to it, you won't kind of answer the questions. Like you almost like hide behind like your success. And there's examples of it. And you're right. He's never, he's never been accused of like raping anybody. He's never been like, done anything stupid. There's he's never no, been arrested. There's, no arrest. there's, there's nothing real that. scandalous about no. him, right? You just say he's kind of douchey. You know? And right. like, but if, if you're the great, you I feel like the douchey level has to be real low. Here's the thing. You think that, however, let me just flip it around on you as I'm a I'm laying dad. on the couch now. I'm on the couch now. No. You psychoanalyze me now. So if your son was, who is a great football player, scholarship, all that stuff. But if your kid was so unbelievably good at what he did, and at 16 years old, his games are on in primetime on ESPN, and he's the dude who is the savior of a region, let's say, and then goes on to be an all-time great player and lives up to all the hype, do you think that's going to be a well-adjusted person? Well, I would say, listen... Nobody's he lives perfect, in but a we're, bubble where we're every, talking about. He was on I, the I, cover of Sports Illustrated at 15 years I get old. It. For him at 38 to think, oh, you know I'm what? Not I probably that should be humble, blah, blah, blah. I'm not like, saying that. Uh, listen, I'm not talking about how well-adjusted. You're right. No, but he that's actually, all part of it, isn't it? Like, is it? I mean, he's like he's close to 40 now. Right. I would think he would evolve his, past that type of, like, there's a there's an aspect. And I'm not alone because I will tell you this. I've saw so many different programs. Where they were trying to diminish his accomplishment, where they were so he's the all-time scorer, mm-hmm. right? Okay, but is he the all-time scorer? Question about like is he all-time? Is he an all like he's got the most points because he lasted long? But is he really the best scorer, shooter, maker of baskets, or is he just the beneficiary of like longevity? Right? He played long. He's really good. So like he just has lots of opportunities. Like mean, Moses Malone was number ten. Moses Malone is never going to be considered one of the greatest scorers, right? See the way they flip it and the emphasis is kind of changed? Right. Okay, but you would look there. You would look at Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You would look at Kobe Bryant. You would look at the others on that list. Karl Malone. I mean, he scored buckets, but see how they, they try to diminish his, like, skills as a maker of baskets. As I'm not going to say a score because right. they kind of flip it to try to – almost rip him for it. I'm like, because they don't want to admit that he's really good. And physically, we've never really seen anyone like him. 
Well, even the point where like they're using, hey, listen, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like for like wasn't the the beneficiary of the three point shot. He made one his entire career, but that's his choice. And people keep bringing that up. But when the that, what was it eighty when the three pointer came yes. in, Kareem played through eighty eight. Go and- adapt. Or shoot some threes, or you could also look at Kareem and say he was a one. He was a one-trick pony. Absolutely. Hey, listen, you were was really he tall. A, was he a really great scorer, or was he really good at one shot? Well, I mean, it worked. No one's saying that he isn't a great I, I, scorer. I guess that's but my LeBron, point, though. That's how they flipped LeBron, it. Though it is the we're gonna we're gonna parse through things and all that kind of stuff. So we'll continue uh, getting into LeBron as well because. Thomas Dimitrov, who uh, at one point in time ran the Atlanta Falcons, talked with Tommy Curran and Phil Perry on the uh, Patriots Talk podcast about Mac Jones and young quarterbacks. We'll get to that as we start Hour 2 Aggression Foyer next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.